listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. Along with yourself, Kyrie and JP, we're here until midnight. Then Freddie and Fitzsimmons will continue the conversation right here on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Oh, man. Interesting things. Obviously, we'll talk about the NFL playoff, which has been now announced. Two extra playoff teams, huh? Huh? How you feeling about that? 1-800-919-3776. But first, this is going to be pretty painful for you, and I'm sorry, but I'm just curious. You can uh, answer via the phone. You can also answer on Twitter at Hardesty ESPN at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM. Here's the question. What, what's your most painful sports memory? What is your most painful sports memory? 1-800-919-3776. Unfortunately for me, I've got more than one. <laughs> and Unfortunately for probably most of you in the listening audience, I've seen a few. I've covered a few. So I'm going to tell you the ones that I've covered that, that sticks obviously in my mind the most. Okay. When I was, when I was just a young man in this business, <laughs> wet behind the ears, learning the craft, I was sitting in Giant Stadium. Okay. This was the Giants against the Los Angeles Rams. This is overtime. This is a game where about four plays after the kickoff, because the Giants lost the coin flip, if you remember. Rams chose to receive, obviously. Makes sense. Four plays after that kickoff, there was a disputed pass interference penalty against Sheldon White of the Giants. That put the Rams on the Giants' 25-yard line. Two plays later, later, I'm watching Jim Everett. Yeah, that Jim Everett, the guy that Jim Rome punched. <laughs> that Jim Everett threw a 30-yard touchdown pass to Willie Flipper Anderson, and I remember it because he caught the ball, went for the touchdown, and went right into the locker room. Devastating for the Giants. I happen to be there for that one. Sorry, Giant fans. Also, devastating loss. Football. I've got two of them for you. And I was on the sidelines for both. 2010. Easy. Easy, JP. Easy. Pittsburgh. Jets have a horrible first half. Horrible. Bounce back. Look like they may do something second half. Have a chance. Come up short. Lose. AFC Championship second consecutive year. Did it lost it in 09? AFC Championship lost it in 2010. AFC Championship. So I've seen a few. That I covered. Here's two that I covered that hurt me personally. Now I wasn't there for this. I happened to be in the studio doing updates for this game. As a Met fan, you know what I'm talking about. 
Bottom of the ninth. Two outs. Bases loaded. Cardinals got a two-run lead. It's game seven of the NLCS. But as a Mets fan, you, you, you're confident because you've got Carlos Beltran at the bat. You know he's going to produce. He is, he, he's, he's perfect in these outings. These, these, these setups were made for him. These situations, he flourished in them. Flourished. Mets get a pair of singles against Adam Wainwright, who's a rookie at that time. And he got, he gets a pair of outs. Then he walks. If I remember, if memory serves me correct, he walked, um, Paul LaDuca, right? To load the bases. Okay. Remember, Carlos had 41 home runs during, during that year. 41. Called third strike, game over. Devastated. Okay. Devastated. But the all time worst one for me. This is a tough one because the, the there's two. There's really two. But if I have to give you one, if I just have to give you one, the runner up obviously is going to be Nick's Houston game seven, right? In Houston. I'm covering the game. I'm there. Nick's three, two lead going to Houston. Me one, just one, one losing, lose game six and seven. So those are, those are horrible memories. Horrible. The all time, all time one. All time. I got to take a deep breath before I even tell you about it. Game five. 1993 Eastern Conference Finals. Knicks down one. Okay. So the series is tied at two. And what did Joe Torre always tell you when he was a skipper of the Yankees? Game five is the most important game of the series. It's the swing game of the series. Knicks down 95-94 at the Garden. Game five, 93 Eastern Conference Finals. Charles Smith missed four point blank layups. Was he fouled? Yeah. But you're not getting a call like this is the hello, it's the Eastern Conference Finals. You're not getting a call in that area. You're just not. He was he was blocked, he was fouled, he just it Knicks lost that game. And to make matters worse, he misses the layups and Bulls get the rebound, throw it the length of the floor, BJ Armstrong with a layup. So it ends up being 97-94. Those are tough ones. Those are painful sports memories. For me, my top three. Okay? And you only have to give me one. I gave you three. Number one, game five, 93 Eastern Conference Finals. Number two, game seven, NBA Finals, 94. And the reason, and, and, okay, Pat Riley talked all year. Rolando Blackman, 
We brought Rolando Blackman in here because he's a great, he's a great scorer. We brought Rolando Blackman in here because he does a pretty good job against Michael Jordan. And with him defensively against Jordan and John Starks, we think we can do some things. But he gives us an extra score. He's an experienced guy. He's a veteran. Never, never played him that much. Never played him as much as he should have. And then in the postseason, hardly saw any action. Hardly. When John Starks is struggling in game seven, could you put him in? Could you just sit John down for a minute? And look, I got it. I understand you want to ride with the people who brought you to the dance. I get it. I understand the loyalty. I do. But he's not hitting. Could you look down the bench? Pat Riley's Hall of Fame coach. Got jewelry. Enough jewelry to convince LeBron James to play in Miami. He knows how to win. He knows how to have sustainable success. Pat Riley, who's got rings from, from the Lakers. Pat Riley, who I give credit because what he did coming here with the Knicks, adjusted to the players that he had, not made them adjust to what he wanted to do. He didn't make them play Showtime. like they, he, didn't, he didn't have Oakley and Mason, them guys running up and down the court. They played physical basketball. He said, okay, let's do what you do best. Could he have just, for all the good things he did, for all the good things that he did, could he have just waved at Rolando Blackman to come in, to give John a blow, to get himself together, and then come back? Because every shot that he missed, the ball got heavier and heavier. And I'm there in Houston, and I'm just like, look at Rolando Blackman. And I'm like, could you please come in the game? Please. You are listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. On Twitter, my colleague, Peter Schwartz, who was at the Mets game (laughs) for us. At ESPN New York, he was at the Met game, that painful Met game for me. He was there. Thank goodness. Because if I had been there, I don't know what would have happened. But he was there. He weighs in with the 1982 AFC title game when the Jets (laughs) lost to the Dolphins after Don Shuler watered down the field. That could have been an aquarium. There was so much water on that field. It's it's embarrassing. I don't know. It's... it's, I understand, Peter. I do. I understand. I definitely, definitely understand. I underscore Gonzo 8 says the 2015 Mets losing the World Series to Kansas City. Okay. Gotcha. Um, uh, also, the one Patrick Tierney weighs in when Patrick Ewing missed the layup. That was against the Indiana Pacers when he had that sleeve on his leg, right? He had that, that compression sleeve on his leg because his leg was hurt. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Ryan Marique says Altuve. That's all he's talking about. So he's got, he's got fresh pain on his memory. <laughs> fresh pain from last season. Also, uh, at Alfonso V0826, 2009, he was at basic training, missed the entire playoffs and Yankee championship. He found out when his dad sent him a letter with a news clipping. Wow. Wow. 
And it would have been worse if they had lost that, right? At Matt Rasp, 30, the Jets beating New England in New England and then going to Pittsburgh, playing a brutal first half that comes storming back and Ben completing that brutal pass to A.B. on third down to seal it. Yeah, I was there. I was freezing on the sidelines when that happened. And it was so funny about that, uh, Matt, because that week, you remember that team. That was a boisterous team. That was a team that had no problem telling you what they were going to do. That was a team that was very confident. They were as confident as their head coach. Okay? And Rex was proud of his team. As a matter of fact, we used to say when Rex was there that sometimes he had more faith in his team than his team had in themselves. And you would hear the passion he had when they lost. He was like, I'm ready to go back out there and play him again. <laughs> yeah, that's how, that's how into it he was. That's how the belief was for him with those uh, New York Jet teams that went to back to back AFC uh, championship games. Um, that was a tough one. That, that definitely was a tough one because you could say, but all that week they were quiet leading up to, and remember they beat Pittsburgh not that, a couple of, couple of weeks before that. Very quiet that week. It was just weird. It was like, huh, why, why are they quiet? Um, at Columbia Kids 723, the 2004 ALCS. Yankees. Yikes. At GCAM 29, the 2001 World Series Game 7. Still can't watch any replays. Still. I got you. Those are just a few folks who have weighed in. 1-800-919-3776. What is your most painful sports loss? What is it? What is it? Your painful sports memory. Marvin's in the Bronx. Hey, Marvin, you're, you're up first on ESPN New York tonight. Larry, nothing will enter equal 2004. I was in Iraq serving this country, all right? Mm. And they set up a movie tent, so we go on our missions, risk our lives, and I'd come in, I think it's eight hours ahead, and I'd watch the games. We went up 3-0. The guys in our tent village were from Vermont, and I was giving it to them, all right? <laughs> when I saw that collapse, I'm like, I had to take it. They're, I've been a Yankee fan since 1964. Mm-hmm. Nothing will ever equal that. And but I no, there's one thing close. It's equal. I got to give you this story. Two thousand one, the okay. seventh game. Yeah, I worked for the MT. I rushed to get home. All right, mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. wife, the Yankee hater. I I usually have a drink of champagne. I don't drink because and I, my mom, she may be a Yankee fan. I'm getting the champagne ready. I said, Mom, we're about to win another one. Mariana struck at the side in the bottom of the eighth. Mm-hmm. My wife walks by me and says. Honey, I think I want the Yankees to win. No! I didn't speak to my wife for three days. Three days. I... <laughs> Don't become lovers overnight. That's a great story. It is. That's a great one, Marvin. Thanks for sharing it with us, my friend. That's a good one. <laughs> Oh, man. Rothenberg with a left home, right? 1-800-919-3776. Hey, Bruce and Flushing, you're next on 98.7. Hey, Larry. I have one from hockey and one from football. Okay. On the hockey one, I believe it was 69 or 70. We come off the triple overtime game against the Blackhawks. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we win in triple overtime. Who scores the goal? Not Rattel, not Gilbert, not Hatfield, not Tuchuk, not Fairburn, 
but Pete Stemkowski, <laughs> our third blind center. Uh-huh. It's triple overtime. Uh-huh. It's a sign from God. Yes. You know, you it's win It's over. The wait is over. <laughs> what? The wait is over. Yeah, 1940, everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm trying to remember if if, if we, we took a 3-1 lead or a 3-2 lead because uh, I don't know if it was game six or game seven. It's in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I think it goes into overtime again. I We lose the draw. And Dennis Hole. It wasn't even Bobby. It was Dennis Hole yeah. who scored the goal that that, that beat Jockerman. I was devastated. I, uh, and, I, I mean, I, I thought I saw the signs. I mean, really. Yep. I, that, that was unbelievable. And, I, and I'm sure other Ranger fans, who they're, if they're old enough, can relate to that. The football one. I believe, again, it was around 69 70. The Giants need to win the last game of the season to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I grew up in, in those years, around 12 or 13. The previous years was Jim Katkavich. It was um, Gary Wood was the quarterback at one point. Tom Kennedy. Uh, and Ernie Coy was a running back. Tucker mm-hmm. Fredrickson. Mm-hmm. And we were horrible. Mm-hmm. We just needed one game. And we had Fran Tarkenton, Homer Jones. I believe that that team also had Ron Johnson, if I'm not mistaken. And I did something I never did before. I prayed to God for the Giants to win. Mm. Went to synagogue, prayed there, and I put all my effort in it. I said, God, please. I know he's not just asking this one time. They have the Giants to win. They lost thirty-five nothing. <laughs> it was like God said, you, "You bother me for this." <laughs> now, when the Yankees were winning things and mm-hmm. they got ten situations, then ask God for victories. All I did was I put money in in the charity box in my house. Uh-huh. So I said, I'm not asking for anything. I'm just putting money in the, in, in the charity box to, to give to the poor people. I'll let you decide whatever you wanted to decide. You're like, you're good. <laughs> Keep, just, I, I, will, just, I, I don't want to I wasn't going to ask anything. I'm just going to put money in the charity box, and, and, and then, you know, whatever you want to do is fine by me. Yep. And, you know, <laughs> we did get three world championships out of that. So I'm yeah, yeah, you you you're you're on the right path there. He, you didn't want to disturb the flow. Just keep yeah. it coming. Just keep it coming. <laughs> I, I, you know, and even the losses that, like Marvin talked about didn't mm-hmm. upset me as much as those two losses did. Yeah, I hear you. Thanks for sharing, Bruce. Appreciate Take it. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Got a couple more on Twitter for you. Uh, Halfzilla seven eighteen. The Charles Smith game, and it's not even close. At Knicks fan, 1994. Knicks losing game seven in Houston, 94. Uh, at Abuse Mio, 2014 Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, at Thoughts Real 7-7. Yankees collapse versus Beantown in the 2004 ALCS. What is your most painful sports memory? You're listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN.
Schools will survive and communities will thrive. But for student athletes who have lost their senior seasons due to the pandemic, they may never get a chance to play on that grand stage again. So we here at 987 ESPN would like to salute our local hometown heroes for accomplishing great achievements in scholastics and athletics. So email us, 987ESPN at gmail.com, 987ESPN at gmail.com to tell their story. Use hometown heroes in the subject line and we'll do our best to share those stories with you. Back to the phones. Nick is in East Meadow. Hey, Nick, you're next on ESPN New York tonight. Hey, how are you? I'm all right, Nick. What's up? What's up? So, um, I'm a diehard Knicks fan. I'm mm-hmm. struggling. I'm struggling. All right. My most painful memory, Reggie Miller choking. Oh. Reggie Miller, short side. Oh. What we, and also, what, what's next? You know, Neil Aquino, bust, knock, bust. What are we doing next? I have no faith. <laughs> everyone, every, everyone's saying Knicks fans are impatient. We're not impatient. We've been waiting. Yeah, we're, we're, we're tired of waiting, Nick. I'm with you. Thanks for the phone call. You are correct. And, and, oh, that was a nightmare, that one. What's it for? The eight points in nine seconds or nine points in eight seconds or something like that. He just, and then just, uh, just, oh, oh, it's hard for me to listen to him on radio, on, on TV now. You know, it's analyst. I still, whenever he talks, I still see the jumpers. I still see, I still see him picking on Spike. I do. I still see it. I still see it. Sean's in Jersey. Hey, Sean, you're next on 987 ESPN. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for taking my call. You got it, partner. What's so, up? So I'm a big San Antonio Spurs fan, and okay. uh, 2013, they make it to the NBA Finals. You know, it's LeBron and the new big three, and it's the Spurs, Tim Duncan, the old big three. They're supposed to not have a chance. You know, they're a big underdog going into that series, and they actually end up going up 3-2. Um, so... I jumped on a flight down to Miami for game six to go to the game to hopefully see them win it in person. And they had that game locked locked up. And, you know, LeBron led to one of the craziest comebacks I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. A couple missed free throws on the Spurs end helped them out, setting them up for Ray Allen hitting the three to send it into overtime. And half that stadium had left. All the fans were leaving, filing out. I had tears in my eyes. I thought I was going to see my team win in person right in front of me. And mm-hmm. that Ray Allen shot devastated me. They still had a shot in overtime, but after that shot, the wind was just taken out of them. And that was it for them. Man, that's a tough one. That's a tough one, my friend. That's a tough one. But but at least you had a couple of wins in there, right? You had a couple. Oh, I got to see more than a couple, yeah, so I can't really complain too much. At least I got it a little better than the Knicks fan. Yeah, no, you got a lot better than the Knicks fan, Sean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks for the phone Thanks, call. Thanks, Michael. Take care. All right, you got it, it's including beating the Knicks for one in 99. No, you, you're doing okay. You're doing okay. 1-800-919-3776. Trey's in Houston, Brooklyn. He's all over the place. As a matter of fact, he's got a top ten. Trey's a bitter man. He's got top ten. So man, Larry, you better, you better talk to me constantly, Larry. That was long, ain't it? <laughs> you, a lot of you, strife. <laughs> a lot of strife in there, ain't it? You, 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 you've been suffering. I looked, I looked at your list on Twitter. I'm like, wow. Damn, Larry. I like, don't wake your house up just saying damn like that, but just damn. No. It's not. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like I got a friend of mine said, there's pain between them ribs. 
Yeah, yeah, there's no question about it. There's no a lot of question pain. about it. A lot of pain. Your last yeah. caller talking about damn Ray Allen. Man, I'd give my first ball for a next championship, man. What? <laughs> what are we talking about? I love you, son. No disrespect. No, wait, let me take, wait. I'm sorry. I love you, son. I, I love him. There you I love go. That there you go. Okay. I, I love him. But, yeah, I mean, man. Larry, come on, man. What's it going to take? Oh, I, I ain't know. got much left, Larry. The hairs are growing great. Yeah. I can't take I can't take too much more. Um, a quick add on to the Mike Tyson uh, fiasco in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Uh, an- here's another little warning, Larry. You gave a warning earlier, yes, about the uh, inswell. Yes, I did. Right. Here's another warning. Don't take your homeboys to work the damn corner with you. <laughs> no, you can take here's them. Another- they just can't be the boss. No, you can take oh, them. Oh, Larry, what would the- Larry? Mike was in the corner telling him. He's like, no, 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 grab it over there. It's right there. Like, let <laughs> Larry, Larry, you watch that fight. Oh, Larry, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Um, but, you know, you, when you talk about pain, right, Larry, you yes. talk about it, and that's what this is tonight. This is pain. It is. You know, and, 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 and it comes in all different forms. But, but just like you said about Reggie Miller, just <laughs> I don't know if you saw the second part of my tweet, Larry, and I said, oh, yeah, and Reggie Miller, too. Yeah, I know. I know. He holds a very special place, Larry. I don't know how it is humanly possible to score that many times in so little many seconds. Yep. You're right. You are correct. Yeah, that hurt. That hurt, Larry. But this is a, this is a great topic. You picked a good one. This is a good one, Larry. And and I'm and I'm gonna tell you another thing too. Shout shout out to Kyrie for bringing up that that uh that Mike Tyson because I, I I didn't think about that one like that at first. And I said, yeah, that that goes right into the New York mm-hmm. lexicon right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. You put and him you know right that. over there next to Josh Beckett and Louis Gonzalez and all of mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you another one that I slid in there too. Connor Gillespie. Mm. Yeah, somebody else had a Connor Gillespie too. Larry, because I knew at that at that second that the, that team, as presently constructed, would never be the same again. Yeah, they wouldn't be. You know, it was that run was over. You knew that the run was over. That's right. You know, so that that one had that. That's a punch in the gut too. But oh oh four, I think you just if you say oh four to any New Yorker, man, oh four, oh. God, Larry. Yeah. Larry, you know what I remember about that? I, I remember working. I remember being at work, and John Miller was doing the game mm-hmm. for ESPN Radio. Mm-hmm. And I just remember him saying, we will see you tomorrow night. Larry, I tore the kitchen apart. Yeah, I know. Couldn't believe it. Larry, are you kidding me right now? How you not have this one in the bag? That was in the bag, Larry. And I'm going to tell you, a very another small one. I know you got to go. Uh, it... That NLCS in 06, Indy Chavez ended that. That that, that. that never happened after that. The game was over. The Mets won the World Series. Don't worry about that. We won. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah, Larry. Sure. You see, sure I have enough time to put that all on the list, Larry. Sure, you see what sure. I'm saying? Yeah, right, yeah. Uh-huh. If only. Pain. If only. Oh. If only. And, and that's that's what pain is. You never, is. people just say it and you just, oh. It's just, you, it's just, you but, feel it. It's right in the gut. But you're not. But the thing is, Larry, with all of that pain that we putting out there tonight, mm-hmm. ain't nobody going nowhere. No, it's true. I'm, I'm rocking with the teams I came in with. It say New York in front of it, right? That's right. So we rocking. I ain't. Right. I ain't worried about nothing. We're go- the Knicks are going to get us a championship, Larry, because you cannot go through this much pain and not get anything on the other end of it. Trey, all we're going to get, Larry. We're going to get something. 
Trey, all or, we had to do. Or we're headed to out do, to Trey. Queens to hang out with Mike. You're right. All we had to do, Trey, all he had to do is waving for Orlando Blackman, Trey. That's all he had to do. Uh, why didn't you bring him in the game at all? Could Orlando Blackman not get a sniff, Larry? All he had to do was wave. And, and I know why he, he didn't. And I know why he didn't. He didn't because he didn't have confidence in him because he never played him during the season. Right, See, if you had right. played him during the season, then you would have had confidence in him. And all, all John needed – Okay, all he needed was a couple of minutes to regather himself. You put him back in the game. He'd had, with all due respect to Sam Cassell, who I still don't like. I, don't, who I still God. don't like. Okay, with oh. all due respect to him, ET. With all due respect to him, okay, <laughs> all you had to do, all you had to do was let John sit for a minute. I'm not letting this go, Trey. All you had to do was let John sit for a minute and then bring Rolanda in, and it would have been a different. They would have won in '94. They beat the Bulls. Let, Larry, and, 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 and I'm gonna tell you one more Bulls. factor that a lot of people don't bring up. You covered that series, correct? You were in yes. Houston. I was. Larry, game six was played on a Saturday night. Is that correct? That is correct. And game seven wasn't played until Wednesday. Am I correct? Yeah, it was weird. It was Why weird. in the hell did we have that weird. long gap? It was weird. Oh, and, and now, was, could John Stark miss anything on Saturday night? No. <laughs> oh, all he needed was a seven-minute blow to That's get it. himself together. That's it. We needed Rolando Blackman for seven minutes. That's, That's it. it. Come in and, and, and just and score. Because if you remember that series, Larry, we got beat by wall players. Herrera, right. Thorpe, Cassell, yeah. uh, 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 what's the point guard? Uh, Maxwell. Those That's are the right. guys that killed us. Yeah. Hakeem got his. I ain't mad at that. No, or he was a couple of to. shots. He wasn't even big shot Bob yet. We no. let wall players kill us in the series. Those were wall players that killed us. That's right. And, and to be I fair, ain't over it, Larry. You just opened no. up a scab, homie. Not, you just I'm opened up. Oh. I know I'm not. And to be Larry, fair, I, I'm, every time I think I'm over it, Larry, I'm not. I'm not, man. You're not over we it. You're too not over damn it. close. Forget about Reggie. That's even worse than Reggie. That's even worse. That's even, Way worse. worse. Close. Reggie never close won rings. Reggie never won nothing. So he didn't involve battling with us. That's right. I, man, I can't believe that we're part of a back-to-back conversation with the Houston Rockets. Our team was better than them, Larry. We should have won. Oh, my God. We're going to beat by Carl Herrera, Otis <laughs> Thorpe. These are the people that beat us. It wasn't the, the Stars. The Stars no. got this. It's a wash. Yep. you got to stop the role play. I said that from day one when the final started. you got to stop the role players because we did the same thing in the Indiana series before that. Game six and seven, we shut down the world. Derek McKee got nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of them got Oh, Larry. Mm-hmm. Control the Smith control the Smith brothers? Control oh, them? They God, got the Davis they got boys. Nothing. Yeah, we control no, them. Davis, right. Davis, Davis. That's oh, Davis. Larry. That, that right. is maddening about Pat Riley. And, 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 and Pat Riley, all due, excuse me, Rat Riley, all due respect, <laughs> he was a good adjustment coach at that time. He was. Why didn't he? Oh, he like you said, Larry. And Rolando was ready. He was ready. Oh, he was ready. He would have came in and gave us at least Larry, and I, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna poo poo it. He at least, at least about seven, eight, about seven, eight points in that little span of time, just a blow for John to get his legs back, calm down because he was real antsy back then. Mm-hmm. Get him calm and then go to work in the fourth quarter. We would have won that game down low. They were not tougher than us. We were beat by role players shooting jump shots, man. That would never sit well with me, Larry. 90 to 84, Larry. I wake up at night sweats about that score. That was the score in 94. 90 to 84, man. Oh, Larry. Larry, that hurts. That is the number one all-time kick in the stomach.
stomach in New York sports, I'm telling you. And it I ain't going to rest until we get a ring. And you think, you think Spike Lee bad? You should hear me right now reverberating in this office. <laughs> Got me bent up right now. Got me bent up right now, Larry. But I love it, though. This is, what it's, this is why we sport, Larry. That's what That's I'm it. talking about. I'm sweating is. over here. That's it. That's the passion. Thanks for the phone call, my friend. Spike is in Jersey. Hey, Spike, you're next on 9870 ESPN. I think my nephew's going to burn the brisket tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> no meat is safe in the in the in the, in the kitchen tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, let me first of all, nice job there, young man. Uh, both of you, young men. Let me let me straighten a couple of things out. First of all, I was at the uh, Reggie Miller game, mm-hmm. and wa- pull it up on YouTube and watch Reggie push down Greg Anthony. Oh, of course. With a young Joey Crawford with hair on his head, looking the other way at the mm-hmm. lead official. I was sitting. I'm in that picture, but only I could see it about. 10 rows back. Look, the three days off in between killed it. And Starks' game six is memorable. But if you look at the two for 18, I think 14 of the last, 13 of the 14 last shots were short. And you Mm -hmm. and I and my nephew knows when you're short, your legs are tired. He wouldn't put Grady High School Orlando Blackman in there because he never used them anyway. That's right. It was right. uh, what it was. It was the, it was just the time off, and and the stocks really played well in game six. So we're not there, and uh, it was uh, Mad Max went to the basket. Sam Cassell, as you as you call them, oh. uh, ET. Oh. He was a rookie that year, if That's I remember. Right. That's right. Wasn't and, supposed to uh, play. You know, he wasn't supposed to play that much. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. Well, they had they had a good backcourt. Kenny had a good game. You know. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, I, I cracked up when you said the Smith brothers, you're thinking cough drops. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I was coughing. I, was, yeah, I wanted to say the Davis boys, you know, they yeah, were, I know they, they were like yeah, brothers, they, but they weren't, but they were just, they were brutal. But they were, low. but, but they were big, Larry. They also they had were. the kid, the kid from, uh, Derek McKee was, was yes. big. Smooth and, and, uh, and a good shooter. Derek McKee was a good shooter, but, uh, the, the Smiths, uh, you know, Smiths went to Marist, and he was like seven three or seven yeah. four, and he yeah. was a pain in the ass too. Yeah. But look, look, it, that, I'll, I'll never. I told you a couple weeks ago. I will never forgive Riley and Van Gundy, and Riley I never liked. I respected him like a mm-hmm. Godfather line. Van Gundy I love, but the way he quit, you know that story. He walked yes. from the purchased down and got the hot dog. You've heard that story. Yes, yes. Van Gundy was, um, he'll be remembered for the morning thing, but uh, look, we all miss our sports, but uh, I'm glad I was able to get on, listen to, to I'll call, I'm gonna, uh, you're listening, Trey, I'll call you tomorrow. I'm just, uh, I'm feeling better today, and it's, things are getting a little better, albeit I know they're getting worse, but mm-hmm. just make sure you get a little exercise in, Yep. And uh, it's good to hear you, and I'm glad you're on every night, but not under these circumstances. You know what I mean? Yeah, I sure do, Spike. I sure yeah. do. Listen, my best to everybody, and take care, and a great program. Thanks. Thanks for checking in. You're listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. <laughs>